You're listening to Introduce Yourself to God by Sean P. Keenan, found at gettingtogod.com. Visit gettingtogod.com for more podcasts, articles, videos, and collections of information about the search of the soul. I went through this long life of religion, atheism, agnosticism, if that's a word. Well, it is now. I'm pretty sure it is, actually. But I like saying that. It's a word now, in case you haven't noticed Anyway, I, I grew up in a religion that didn't accept me, and I didn't accept it. I didn't have answers. I had tons of questions. I need to know how everything works. If you want me to, if, if I invest in anything, I'm going to invest in it because I understand it. If I'm going to promote anything, I'm going to promote it because I understand it and I believe it's the right thing and I have my own data to, that, that I can basically verify what's going on and that sort of a thing. So if you come to me and you say little blue men who come and steal your socks out of the dryer are real, I'm going to say, show me the data. I don't believe you. But if you come to me and say, you know, cars are real, like, yeah, I can see it right in front of my face. Anyway, um, God is the same way. But it took these different stages for me to get into knowing that God is there and believing that God is there and believing in what he can do for me, not just believing in him, believing that he loves me, believing that he's a father and not just some overbearing boss of the universe. Okay. So I had to have these moments because the world is broken. And and so a broken world produces broken people. We're not given all kinds of information we're not given. Information about how to be decent people. Information about how to look up from a screen. Information about, you know, blah, 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 blah. About how to know that God is there and how to believe in God and how to hook up with Christ and God and the Spirit. It's not abundant enough that it just saturates all of society. And it's very well hidden in a lot of places. And when you're missing that part of your puzzle, that the spirituality part of your puzzle, and you're missing the right direction to go in that spirituality. It's, it's painful. I don't even know it's painful. I, I did a podcast called Everyday Consequences, and that's one of my favorite ones because it talks about how all these consequences that we have that we live with, that we just accept as normal life because we don't know that there's an off switch to the things that cause those consequences. And we don't have the back and forth data where, you know, stop doing something wrong. You get data about how it improves your life. Do it again. You know, you get data about how it wrecks your life and you go back and forth. Eventually it becomes clear, but this is another everyday consequence for a lot of people. The pain that we don't even know is there and the loss that we don't even know is there from not knowing our Heavenly Father, and His Son. So, by the time time that I came to speak to God, and by the time that I came to explore God, I was angry. I had all kinds of stuff happening in my life. I grew up around a bunch of people who had poor behavior. I've had poor behavior. I was trying to fix that. I got really, really angry. And, and it snapped for me basically one night when I was that angry. Came home, had some stuff going on that was wrong that day. Some people had done something they shouldn't have done to us. It was a bad situation. I just got really, really, really mad. And I'm like, okay, I've tried everything else. Let me try talking to this guy. 
God. And I detailed a lot more. There's an article called A Child in a Messed Up World, the story of Jewel. And it's about how my daughter came about. But basically what happened is I had this fist-pounding rant with God and told him to make something worth it, make all this nastiness in my life worth it. And he did. He gave me the child. And it was, it was, it was just an undeniable story that God was listening. And then it clicked for me. But what I'm saying is, 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 is basically, sometimes this is where it's got to go. Sometimes this is what you've got to do. You've got to come to God with the feelings that have built up all your life. And it, go, go in private. Unless you want to get out in the street and scream up at the sky, hey, no one's going to stop you, or maybe someone will, especially if you're not wearing any clothing. Always wear clothing when you go out. Public service announcement. Anyway, never mind. But go to him with those feelings. Get angry. Get upset. Tell him about your disappointments, your, your failures. The moments when if he would have done something, you might not have fallen into such hard moments. Yell at him. Slam your fist. Shake your hands at the sky. Scream. Are you there? Do you even hear me? Do you even care about me? Show me. Because you know what? He's big. He can handle it. Ask him how you can believe in someone you can't see. Ask him how can you possibly know he's there. And here is the coolest part about doing something like that. He answers. After that rant I had with him that night, I forgot about it. I cooled off, spent a day or so just, just walking around doing normal life, what was normal life for me then. And I was walking down the hall and I looked at Grace and I said, she's pregnant. She's a 41-year-old woman with a 5% chance per month of getting pregnant on birth control and we're actively trying not to have kids. And I knew she was pregnant. And sometimes I call my little girl my little answer. And then, you know, we, we've, we've pretty much always struggled financially. It's, it's, it's a thing with us, and that's fine. I'm not whining about it. I accept it. We're always taken care of. But we were scared to death. How could we possibly take care of a kid? And then there was just unbelievable story about this rainbow that came up in a very unusual way. And that's also in the article, A Child in a Messed Up World, The Story of Jewel. This kind of thing has happened a lot. And then there were the times when um, I shifted into knowing God was there. It's like, okay, you've proven it enough. I get you. You know, thanks for being there. But then, then, there, then there are the times when I want to know something. I want to know why something doesn't work. And I, I'm sorry, I can't even tell you when I wrote about this. But um, I wrote in one article about a lesson where I was asking God, I was praying, and I was asking God, why is it that, that graces at that time, my wife's prayers were more effective than mine, and I couldn't figure out why. And then I started having all these classes that randomly came up about, you know, cleaning up certain things in your life and, and how you feel and how you react to how you feel and anger and stuff like that. And after I got to where I could manage that stuff more, my prayers became more effective. 
and it, it it's a whole long thing. It, it There's a lot of details in there. It wasn't necessarily because I, God wasn't listening to me because I was angry or whatever. It, it's, it's a hard thing to explain, but I've had a ton, a ton of moments like this where I've asked him, is this going to be okay? And then I see some kind of a very unusual sign come up, things that seem virtually impossible to happen. And I've asked him for help and the help comes. And I've asked him and I've said, God, I just can't do this anymore. You got to put us in a different situation. And then our situation changed completely. But this is how you go from, from feeling alone in such a dark, angry place to knowing a father that while he can't fix everything for you, he can give you a foundation to fight from and give you ways to find joy in such a messed up world and give you ways to find peace and calm in such a messed up world, even when the storm's around you. Bad things happen to us all the time. We have incredibly hard lives. But we constantly find this joy and peace in our lives. But there's a there's a switch that you have to flip in order for this to work. And basically, in human terms, even if you don't have anything to do with spirituality, there's psychology 101 is this thing where you have these filters in the brain. And they're set up to either shut out information or let them in. And it's really, really easy to flip those filters on and off. You do it by either saying something's going to happen or it's not going to happen. So, for example, if I sit there and say, I'm not smart enough, I could never learn how a, a computer works and learn to work on computers. Then every time somebody comes to me and says, let me just, let me just show you, let me just pull this, the, the cover off of this thing and show you what a processor does and what memory modules do and what, you know, electrical tracks and capacitors and things like that do. Because you have told yourself that you, you're not smart enough to learn about a computer, you flip the switch on and you've turned on the filter in the brain that will never let information in about how a computer works because you've convinced yourself it won't matter. And you can literally, you can actually change that situation just by declaring, just by saying to yourself, you know what? I can learn how computers work. It's not that bad. Maybe I just need the right teacher. Maybe I just need this or that. But I'm going to learn this. And then you flip that switch and it's amazing. All of a sudden you start letting in information and the information soaks in. And the next thing you know, you know how a computer works. That's just one scenario. That can go for anything. And the same thing goes for God, Christ, and the Holy Spirit. You can set up a filter by saying, God is not real. And then you will shut out every bit of data that can be processed and used to find your own path to God. Or you can say, okay, all right, I'm going to try this. Maybe he's real. I'm going to explore this. And then all of a sudden, the information that was trying to get in before starts to flow in and you can actually start to gather your own data and put together your own data sets. And, and then that's when it gets real. There are a lot of things that, that help set up those filters in the brain. And there's a lot of outside influence. You know, you, 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 understandably, you can easily worry about how you look to your friends or your family if you start getting into Christianity or, or, or experimenting with it. Because a lot of people call people like me crazy. Get, get out of here. There's a dinosaur on the hood. I'm just, just ignore that. I haven't taken my crazy meds. I don't have my straitjacket on today. But for reals, 
There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that just ruins the idea of letting God in. The idea of introducing yourself to God. The idea of turning off these filters that prevent you from taking in the right information so that you can learn for yourself. A lot of it is peer influence. A lot of it is worldly influence. But there's a, realist, there's, there's a realism in Christianity. And it's not all kittens and puppies and flowers and baby powder. Actually, don't ever use baby powder. That's, that's a whole thing. Look it up. Don't use baby powder anymore. I'm not promoting bad things. But it's not all fluff. There's a lot of hardship in Christianity because there's a lot of opposition. Spiritually and worldly. A lot of people hate Christians. A lot of things hate Christians. So before you flip that switch, you need to accept that. And then there's 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 things like um there are things like um you know people want to know there's there's this classic question why God why why do bad things happen I've addressed this many times in articles and podcasts that there are answers to this, but if you can get past all that and just flip the switch try it in a short time you know it takes some time but if you're paying attention it'll happen so like i said bring everything you feel to the table bring all that emotion and all that hardship to the table throw it right up at him and try him just introduce yourself and if you can keep your eyes open after that he will answer. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Introduce Yourself to God by Sean P. Keenan, found at gettingtogod.com. Visit gettingtogod.com for more podcasts, articles, videos, and collections of information about the search of the soul.